Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Two Drink Minimum. This is shot nine, I believe, right? I think so. I don't know. I lost track. I lost track too, but I'm pretty sure it's shot nine. We don't have Poseidon here with us because he's asleep. Uh, you know, poor baby needs to sleep a bit, so he's not going to be here for this episode. Um, I'd like to remind you all that permanently suspended, all right, the rise and fall and then rise again of uh, radio's most notorious shock jock, our boy Anthony Cumia, is uh, out in bookstores now. It's also available on Amazon and wherever else you could find books. Uh, I don't know where people buy their books nowadays, Barnes & Noble. They close down, mostly, because you people decided not to read. You want to watch videos and such. That's what happens. But this is a I great hate, book. I hate going to a bookstore, though. Like, I bought that book off of Amazon. Yeah. But, like, going to the bookstore, you spend, like, four hours looking for your fucking book. It's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. I remember going to Chapters when it was winding down. And it was a pain in the ass. Like, I'd look for a book, and they'd ah, look in the computer. Yeah, it's in this section. And then we go, and he couldn't find it. He'd go back yeah. on the computer. Like, what's the use of this fucking computer? Yeah, I have, have a no computer idea. at home. Yeah, it's not telling you where it is. I'd rather just go on my computer and order it off Amazon, which I recommend. I got yeah. this one off Amazon as well. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There you have it. Anthony Cumia's book. Buy that. He's on tour right now. He's on. Uh, he did the Joe Rogan podcast, Joey Diaz. Uh, everybody's podcast, pretty much, doing the tour. So, yeah, go ahead. Pick it up. Yeah. I, uh, you started reading it, right? Yeah, I started reading the beginning. I want to wait. I'm going to Switzerland uh, Over the tonight weekend. or yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want to read it on the plane. Yeah, that's a, that's a good read. I think you'll be able to finish it if you don't sleep. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Very good stuff. And remember that this uh, podcast is available to you on YouTube, on iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere you get your podcasts, even Spotify. Remember to go and give it a five-star rating. Leave a ridiculous comment, but as long as the stars are five, we're fine with it. Yeah. Help us get up on the rankings. So we're back. We're back uh, recording. We're back in Montreal. I'm f- I'm colder than shit. Are you cold in here? I'm yeah. cold right now. Yeah. Last night, last night I had a show in Montreal, and um, my wife, my car. I haven't. I don't use my car anymore. So like, I I'll borrow my wife's car. Yeah. And but then she needed her car, so I took my car, and the the heater didn't work on it. So I drove to the show, and it was a 45 minute drive. Oh, drove God. there. And by halfway there, I couldn't see anything because all the windows were fogged up. So I had to put the windows down. Oh, no. And it was raining and it was cold as shit. And then on the way back, same thing. The, the, the windows were still fogged up when I got out of the show. So I had to drive the whole way back for 45 <laughs> minutes. I, I'm just freezing. I haven't gotten over it yet. Like, oh I'm still cold from last night. You need a warm shower, Mike. Yeah, or, or a fucking car that runs. Like, but, I, oh. I yeah, don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's just a, it's I I I'm my my wife's bringing it to the garage today. So it's just that the heater's broken. I, I went to the garage actually last week um to get my winter tires put on and the guy When uh, Poseidon was supposed to bring your car? Yeah, well that's what happened. Uh, if anybody watched the Pantel's podcast last episode, at one point I I bring up the fact as to why the last episode was late and uh compound fans got mad to Poseidon. Uh for those of you who don't know, Basically, we came off the plane from L.A. pretty late. We decided yeah. to record that night to make sure people get their Friday episodes. Because we had recorded episodes in L.A., but then they, they all fucked up. Because Poseidon was the one pressing the record button. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we decided we'll film at night. I'll edit through the night, through the morning. We'll have it out in time so that everybody gets it because people are on vacation due to Thanksgiving over at Compound. The only thing that was left to chance was Poseidon, basically, because I had to take my car and change my tires. And Poseidon said, I'll take those duties since Mike is flying us first class back, right? Mike paid extra money to make sure we get first class seats so he could be well rested. So we come to the studio in the middle of the night, straight from the airport. We record those episodes that you saw, the ones that we were very tired and could barely speak. The ones that came out on Monday? Yeah, exactly. Well, the the one shot I was able, because I had full control of that, to get it out on Friday. 
and the um, the full episode was uh, too much problems because we did it too late. Because basically Poseidon didn't wake up. Poseidon was supposed to wake up in the morning, take my car to the garage, uh, get the tires, oil change, all that done while I edit the episode. He refused to wake up. I called him over 10 times. He's like, fuck it, I'm sleeping. So I had to go do that myself. Did he pick up or no, not? No, he even? never answered. He called a couple of hours later. How about his mom? The, <laughs> does his mom pick up when you call? Or? Uh, no, well, I, I call his cell phone. You should call his mom's house. I she, don't know, I don't she, know the house, but she'd pick up and wake him yeah. up. That's actually a good idea for yeah. next time. So he wouldn't pick up. I went down to Ford to do it myself. So I lost about three to four hours. That's why I got it late to Compound. And then they couldn't upload in time because it needs to go through this whole fucking... Because of the whole live stream, the way it works. Yeah. If it's not live, it has to go through this whole fucking... Uh, That's fucking weird uh, that, that it's super easy to upload something yeah. on Vimeo or YouTube. But not on our site. Yeah. So it caused this whole chain of events where people got mad at Poseidon for basically taking everything for granted, right? Yeah. Uh, and they, they were right. They, honestly, they were right to get mad at that because all he had to do was wake up. But what was interesting is that on the way back from Ford, the guy that was shuttling me back was a Mike Ward fan. Okay. So we talked a bit about Joe Rogan, and uh, he wanted me to tell you uh, how proud he is of you and how he's, <laughs> it's true, and how he supports you. Oh, awesome. And how most people, he goes, support the fuck out of you. The media makes it look like they don't, right? They like to shit on you for anything because we're talking about the Hells Angels. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to let you know that the people of Quebec have your back. Awesome. And he was, from what he told me, a discredited police officer. Oh, really? That's yeah. the best kind. Because <laughs> <laughs> he told me he knows how the media plays their games because what happened to him was he beat up some some suspect that was beating up an old woman or something and then it turned into a race thing, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so he lost everything. Some dude was beating up an old lady. And then he beat him up. Something like that happened. Fuck. And he was viewed as a racist. So uh, something something along the I don't remember exactly because I was tired. And I, all, my head was just in the, okay, get me home so I could edit. And uh, so, yeah, what happened is the media here blew it out of control. Yeah. He lost everything, his job, money, all that stuff. Fuck. Yeah. That sucks. It's and crazy. now he's driving people from Ford back to their house. Scumbags like me. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, that sucks. Man. Yeah, it sucks because yeah. he was a fucking officer of the law. Yeah. yeah. So he wanted me to let you know. Okay. That he cool. knows what the media is up to here. He's yeah. been through it. I was I was doing today like before we uh, before I got here. Um, I'm doing roast battle on for French Canadian TV, and today we had our first viewing with the the press. So it was all people that were talking shit about me four days ago, and I, like it I was it was I I didn't tell them to fuck like I was trying to control myself not to tell them to fuck off, but I was. Like all their photographers were like smile, and I was like, I don't want to smile. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, pretend like you're happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm very unhappy right now. <laughs> and then one guy, but whenever I talk to people, I'd be like, what newspaper are you from? And then if they'd say a paper that didn't shit on me, then I was super nice telling them stories. <laughs> but if they were like, yeah, Journal de Montréal or yeah. the press, but then I was like, we don't need you people anymore. I was telling, I was calling them you people. <laughs> And I was in out, and it's weird. I'm doing promo for a TV station, but I was like, TV, TV and print media is dead. <laughs> you were telling them this, yeah. This is a big, yeah. They're not gonna print any of it, but fuck them. Yeah, I didn't like what they did last week, where they all the good stuff that was said on the uh, on the Joe Rogan experience, they went right past it and started saying nonsense about the Hell's Angels. Yeah, which by the way, good people. They Just, sponsor our show. They sponsor our show. This yeah. is the, uh, <laughs> the Hell's podcast Angels. on wheels. Yeah. Yeah, support the Big Red Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, I'm happy though that uh, last week uh, Poseidon slept in and he, f- but he learned his lesson 
<laughs> yeah, and he didn't and sleep in again except for today. Fuck. Like how? What? And plus, like it's we're recording this. It's two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, seriously, he does not have a reason to not wake up. And also, he sent me photos last night. Um, he got home really late because he was in a police. Uh, he was in police cruiser. People took pictures of him. Uh, apparently, some mental patient tried to steal a car over at uh, at Avis in the middle of the night. Oh, really? And he was there, so he had to file a police report. Fuck. And then that, he thinks, excuses him from waking up the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't go into work tomorrow. Why? I, I had to fill out a police yeah. report. And he, it's not like he's filling out the police report. No. He's just answering shit. Yeah, exactly. And he's not writing anything. He, he, he might have made shit up, though. And then the cops knowing just him, arrested him. Yeah, knowing him, just embellished yeah. it for no reason. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so the guy, pff, I don't know, but he had a gun. <laughs> Are you sure you had a gun? Mm. I'm not sure you had a gun, but you know, yeah. probably like a bazooka or something. Because <laughs> I have a bazooka. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Bazooka? Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's at home. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I have a bazooka yeah. at home. So yeah, he's, uh, so he didn't show up for these episodes, which is so ridiculous. So yeah, Kumia's book. I uh, started reading it. Uh, I like where it's going so far. I'm always interested in the backstory. I'm always interested in seeing uh, what their dreams were as a child somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. What they, so the fact that he was writing about how he used to listen to Howard Stern and he would imagine how that's the dream job and he knew that he was good at it but he didn't know how to get it so he had talent to make people laugh and be that radio guy but he didn't know how to achieve his goals so now i want to read about how he met opie and all that stuff i think it'll be interesting yeah it, yeah i can't wait to read it one day we're gonna write a book Mike. yeah we're gonna write a book how, show business is easy <laughs> show business is very easy i want to just say uh, like you were doing uh, your the shows this weekend with uh, a, a bunch of uh, people from Montreal, yeah. and I just want to see h- how <laughs> jealous they they are of <laughs> things that are happening for you. Well, some are very happy. Okay. Some are, like, legitimately happy. They're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's good for the city. It's good for you. This is great. You know, you deserve it. And others just don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> like, I did something to them. The best part about not talking to me, like, ignoring me, like, be like, Ugh. Like, I did something to you, to me, shows that you're a crazy person. Yeah. It's like me going on Rogan took away your spot. Like, that was my spot. Dude, you don't even, you can't even do spots at the comedy club. Like, you don't have that spot. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be going on Rogan. I love how people, though, sometimes don't even, yeah, like, they're, they're not even doing weekend. They're not even opening on a weekend. Yeah. And they're like, why didn't, why, uh, why is Jimmy Fallon hosting the Tonight Show? I could host the <laughs> Tonight Show. That's what's happening. Yeah. So I love it. I, I think back in the day, I would have been bitter. I would have been like angry, like, oh, you know, I didn't do anything to show like me. Now, the more hate I get, the, fu- the fun the of a time I have. Yeah. Like, I get random, like a random dislike on the podcast or something on YouTube. Back in the day, I would have been like, what the, f- why would somebody dislike it? Now I know it's somebody who's just mad at me. So I'm like, okay, keep them coming. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, I'm doing what I have to do. And I'm doing what I like to do. We're having fun. Yeah. So people, what about you? Were people coming up to you being like, you did Rogan? Uh, n- no, but uh, like t- uh, today, uh, every everyone I talk to, uh, t- talk to, everyone I talk to, everyone I talk to, all the journalists, they're very insulting about <laughs> the whole Rogan thing. Because they're like, but how, how did you get on Rogan? And I was like, well, he, you know, his... Uh, you know, I I got on Rogan, yeah, uh, but our, our our producer talked to him. Yeah, but how does he know that you exist? And I was like, well, well I've I've been doing comedy for a while. Like fucking, you know, pe- people know I exist. People know me. Yeah, and but yeah, it was very weird. It was very weird. And then the same thing. Like since this was for roast battle, 
when I was talking to one journalist, I was like, yeah, the shows are really good uh, for, for the TV thing here in Quebec. Uh, it, and last week when I judged the roast battles in, in L.A., like, it, it wasn't that good. And then they were like, how did, how, like, everyone treated me like they were my, my brother. Yeah. They were like, how did you get that? And I was like, who cares how I got it? Like, it's, if you're doing an interview with an actor, you're not like, but how? How did you get that role? Yeah, uh, fucking, you know, I, I'm a good actor. I auditioned and they liked me. Yeah, but do you do you know? Is it like your friend or? Yeah, I got I got yeah. messages like that too. Like, how did you? And like, is there an email where you just go and apply? I was like, oh, no, that's, really? Yeah, that's not how it works, you assholes. It's not okay. They think it's like a lottery. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so stupid. You gave your name and Man. and they picked it. Yeah, but I, I was surprised that I I expected I I expected to get that from like random people, but from journalists, I thought it was kind of weird. They're just mad at you because anything they throw at you doesn't seem to stick. Yeah, no. And pl- plus, the, yeah, I always, like, um, I, I did an interview for some talk show this week, like a, a thing in Montreal on the French media. I saw a photo of that. And uh, I just, I started shitting on some guy that, that had, uh, he, he had two women on to talk about me. So I, I Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Instead of bringing you on to talk, they were talking about your appearance at Joe Rogan. Yeah. And and one of the they, these two ladies were experts on, I don't know what like I don't know if it wasn't you though it wasn't, it wasn't me and it wasn't and they know nothing about me because I don't have kids and uh, the the thing that they had said in the media was that I had said that you know the Hell's Angels you know if you don't have problems with them with them they won't have problems with you and then this lady was like. I can't believe he has Hell's Angels over at his house. And she was talking like, I live with the Hell's Angels. <laughs> and she was like, he's got children in that house. <laughs> One, I don't have children. Two, I don't have Hell's Angels in my house. <laughs> so my house is Hell's Angels free. But the thing that was good, my manager, this is the first weird thing that happens to me. That generally, whenever people talk shit about me in the news, I'll always get these fucking losers on Facebook that'll write and go, fuck you. And they, they say they're going to fucking kick my ass if they see me. As soon as I, my name got mentioned with the Hells Angels, no one threatened any <laughs> violence. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't need this kind of heat. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, you're still getting protected. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By name alone, yeah. just by association. Just, yeah. They they don't even have to do anything. So yeah, the Hell's Angels. You are uh, the main supporter of the Hell's Angels. I, I am. Yeah. So yeah, the Quebec media is stupid. Just like that guy told me in the car. Um, we understand that what Mike's going through because they were doing the same shit to us or, yeah. or to him rather, his family. Yeah, that must suck when because uh, at least when like since I'm not in the media but kind of in the media. So if they fuck with me. I can fuck with them. Like, I can write jokes about them. I can insult them when I go on TV or whatever, or in this podcast. But uh, when, you're a, when you're an ex-cop, you can't do anything. Yeah, like, they just shit on you, shit on you, shit on you. The only thing you can do is lose your fucking mind and go kill everyone. Unless he starts a podcast. Yeah. And then he talks <laughs> shit about them. But who's going to listen? I'd fucking listen to that. But that's us. We, we listen. Yeah. A lot of people hate until... So like we were saying before, like with me, uh, when people are like podcasting, well, I can't believe you did the Joe Rogan podcast. What do you know about podcasting? Yeah. I've been podcasting for a decade. I've been doing this for <laughs> over 10 years. What the fuck? And no, just no respect. No respect. Zero respect. Exactly. I had a guy um, um, that I mentioned on the podcast. I didn't mention by name, and I should have. His name's uh, JJ Walkrat. Really good dude from, uh, he's from Montreal originally. He lives in Tokyo right now. 
And he's the only person, like, everyone that talked to me about the podcast, uh, they were all asking for stuff, except for him. That he, he was the only one that wrote to offer shit. He was like, hey, and he didn't even talk about Rogan. He talked about Earl Skako. Ah, he yeah. was like, I listened to you guys on Earl Skako. It was amazing. And then he, he asked me to go do, uh, do shows in, uh, in Tokyo with him. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. He even said that he wanted to do sort of, um, he, he'd, he'd like to bring two people out so that uh, me and the other person could judge. Because they have uh, Tokyo Roast Battles. That's badass. That apparently, he said the, the caliber was, was good. Like it was, uh, I don't know if it, how good it is. Like if it's New York good or it's like fucking, you know, Denver good. Well, the Japanese are very respectful. Yeah. I don't know how hard they can <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, I doubt. Yeah, but they the loser gets stabbed in the stomach. <laughs> oh, I brought shame on my family. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. But yeah, so he was like, "It'll be fun to get like a co-headline." So that might be something we could do. Like just jump over there. Like, I've never just, been to Japan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was talking about a tour: China, Mongolia, and uh, and and um, Tokyo. The only problem I see with this. I've talked so much shit about Mongolia over the years. <laughs> so come back to haunt me. <laughs> You think you're banned in Mongolia? They should ban me. They should. <laughs> they should. Wait, uh, w- really? Mongolia? Yeah, Mongolia. What do they know about jokes? I thought all they know uh, about is throat music and yeah. jumping on walls and shit. I don't know. Well, those countries, though, whenever you play there, you're not really playing for Mongolians. You're playing for expats. Yeah, that's true, too. Or super smart Mongolians that speak English. I have a question for you. Yeah. I like that how you said that because just assuming that most Mongolians are not <laughs> They're smart. too dumb. They're too dumb. <laughs> the only language that Mongolian isn't even a, a language. You say hello, they say yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Because in my mind, Mongolian and Mongoloid is the same thing. <laughs> me too. That's why. I always, I, it's I always, interchangeable for I me. I always see them <laughs> as dumb people. <laughs> That's why they're mad at me. <laughs> so uh, w- what I was going to ask is what do expats do in Mongolia? Uh, they they f- have sex with fours. <laughs> but they consider them they consider them threes yeah. and they're still doing it there what would you do in mongolia like, what do we export into mongolia i don't know i don't but they they're all those uh, like uh all those countries have uh well whenever like i think china uh china makes sense yeah because people leave here to go to china to make money people leave here to go to japan and make money yeah. people leave here to go to mongolia because people are looking for them here and they'll yes. never go to Mongolia. That that I can agree so with. So I have a feeling it's all fucking like... Ex-mobsters. It, yeah, it's all fun, like fucking... Yeah, it's all Henry Hill just hiding there. Have you seen the show uh, Lilyhammer? Yeah. Okay, it's just like that. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that. Like, where do you want to go? I wanted Mongolia. to like that show, and it's Dude, so fucking bad. I wanted to like it so bad, so bad, because I like... Uh, what's his name? Van Zandt? Yeah, yeah. I really like him. And he makes, he makes me laugh. And he's playing the same character. It's yeah. like they took him from The Sopranos. And there's just something, even like there's moments in the first season where I was like, ah, I could enjoy this. But then after, I'm like, ah, it just gets, it's cheesy at some points yeah. where it doesn't need to be cheesy. And you feel like, you feel, you you can tell they got money from the Swedish government yeah. to or do the that. Or Norwegian. They're, they're Norwegian. Yeah. Like, that's what, I, that's what I hate about Canadian TV too, is you can, like there are some really good Canadian TV shows, but most of them, they, you, they'll make you feel like, okay, yeah, they want me to know that this was filmed in Canada. Yeah. And I fucking hate those shows. Because American shows, you never get that. No. Like, unless it's, you know, always sunny in Philadelphia, then you know it's in Philly. But at most shows, it could be in any fucking town. And it's you, interchangeable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to, unless the city is a character. Mm. Yeah. Like, Friends or Seinfeld, New York was part of the show. Yeah. 
Even though I'm not comparing the two, Friends far far inferior to Seinfeld. Yeah, Friends was just Seinfeld with prettier people and bad jokes. Yeah, so it wasn't Seinfeld. Yeah. And the only the only thing that comes close to Seinfeld, I would say, is Curb. Curb is Seinfeld, un kind of uh, unrestricted and on crack. Yeah, that's what Curb is. Yeah, uncensored. Yeah, Curb. I I hadn't watched Curb in like a million years, and then when we were coming back from LA, I watched a couple of episodes, and it's still a good show. Yeah, it still holds up. Yeah. I have I have them all on DVD, all the seasons. Seinfeld. You listen to it. Like my wife had never seen Seinfeld, and uh, when we first started dating. Uh, I, I I was like this is fucking years ago when Seinfeld was still on the air. I I got her to watch a couple of episodes. She didn't like them because she like Seinfeld is a type of show you have to watch like the first season before you go. Like if you start season six, you're like, what the fuck's wrong? All with the these inside people? jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's all inside jokes. But uh, so I was like, you should start watching it. And then uh, this week, I I forget why it was on. But the first season of uh, Seinfeld was on. Then I told my wife, you have to watch this. And she watched it. And it isn't good anymore. No, it, it doesn't hasn't. hold up? No, even I was watching it. And I was like, ugh, it's not good. The early seasons? Yeah. it's not, But it's still funny. It's still funny. Cause, it's not what it was. But I think it's just nostalgia that makes it good. Yeah, probably. Because like, I think it's the, the whole laugh track thing that fucks everything up. The laugh track thing, fucks, that, that's what I like about it fucks with me too. But that's why I like Curb so much. No laugh track. Yeah. But also, for me, if you don't get Seinfeld or Larry David, that kind of stuff, we can't get along. I remember when I first met my girlfriend, one of the things I was talking about was Seinfeld. Okay. And then she's like, oh, yeah. She, she was talking about Larry David and Seinfeld. I go, you know Seinfeld? You watch that? She's like, of course. She's like, well, you take it so seriously. What would have happened if I said no? So <laughs> I would kicked you out of the fucking car. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm going to hang out with you if you don't like Seinfeld. And with that... That's the one shot that they're going to get this That's week. That's it. That's done. It's so over. go watch Seinfeld. If you like what we just gave you, if you like the garbage that you were just subjected to, head over to Compound Imagine, Media. yeah. <laughs> we're like Seinfeld, but without the laugh track. Yeah. And longer. Yeah. And we don't have contests about jerking off. Well, not yet. <laughs> we will. We're going to do that bit Season soon. seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so head over to compoundmedia.com. Use promo code CANADA20. It'll get you 20% off your subscription, which means your subscription is almost nothing. And you get crazy good shows like Two Drink Minimum, the number one uh, podcast on the planet right now. You get In Hot Water. The number two podcast. Goddamn. It's not a podcast. I think we're the only yeah. podcast. Yeah. The rest are actual shows. The the rest, it's like, a, it's digital radio. Yeah. There's production to it. Yeah. And we're just sending our garbage from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so... Head over there to get uh, full episodes of uh, Two Drink Minimum. You get to watch In Hot Water, the Anthony Cumia show. Remember to pick up Anthony's book, Permanently Suspended, available in bookstores and uh, wherever else you find stolen merchandise in your neighborhood. Awesome. Also, Mike Ward, actually, no, before we go, Mike Ward's got Infamous out. Go yeah, pick that my, up. my special is on Amazon Prime, the U.S. and U.K., and for the rest of the world, it's on Vimeo, Vimeo On Demand, or uh, you can get the audio version everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And remember, if you head over to PantelisComedy.com, you get to see everything I am up to. Thank you for listening. <laughs>